Hi there, it's Ian Whitworth from the Undisruptible website of this week's story. Vice President of Shut the Fuck Up. Lessons from Celebrity Apprentice. Celebrity Apprentice has drawn me back to free TV, and I'm enjoying it enough to pay the price. 10,000 views of the same koala mattress ad. Seeing as both Celebrity Apprentice and this blog work at the intersection of business and junk culture, now I can't believe it's been more than 12 months since I wrote Business Lessons of Tiger King, but anyway, it's review time. No matter how many times I hear it, I find the name Lord Sugar hilarious, and you hear it a lot, given the fawning required of the contestants. Good morning, Lord Sugar. Right away, Lord Sugar. It's like the campest pantomime stage name ever. With a garnish of Cluedo suspect in a smoking jacket. Lord Sugar in the butler's pantry with the bisque ladle. The Lord has a long, legit business track record, starting as a street hustler selling electronics out of a van in London. All business graduates should be made to sell stuff out of a van for three months before they start at PwC or Google or wherever to understand that creating revenue is hard. On screen, Sugar's at his best in old-school business dictator mode. Being annoyed by the stupidity unfolding around him, he brings a strong eyebrow knitting game to the boardroom scenes. Who of us hasn't yearned to say, just stop talking now in meetings? There's a lot to be said for listening to people's feelings. EQ is an essential management attribute now. But there is a limit. Some people's entire life is a non-stop broadcast of their feelings at every moment. The Celebrity Apprentice cast is well stocked with those people. In situations like these, you need a vice president of shut the fuck up or nothing gets done. Lord Sugar carries the burden of scriptwriters who force feed him half a dozen creaky comedy lines per show. They have a very strong Simpsons in Australia energy. If I have to listen to this anymore, I'll outdo Van Gogh and cut off both my bloody ears. There's always been this strange idea that speeches and presentations must open with a joke. No. If that's not your personality, it's fine to just avoid it. Here's an alternative opening for the next series. The boss calls his joke writers into the boardroom and fires them, then hosts the rest of the series in normal sugar mode. If you've not watched the show... Two teams fight out a business challenge. The losing team gets grilled in the boardroom on what went wrong and who was to blame. One must be fired. It gave me terrifying flashbacks. I've worked in places where middle management goblins held all errors to account via a weekly inquisition. This is not motivating for staff. Celebrity Apprentice is TV, not business. Nobody wants to spend Sunday night watching projects come together in calm, collaborative fashion. We want conflict, madness, and reality edits that cut to a tight close-up of contestants in a massive mood, torn from a completely different context, designed to make them look like the worst people in the world. I wish those post-project inquisitions focus on failure and which burnings were a wild exaggeration of the real world. Conversations with readers who have jobs suggest that plenty of it still goes on. If someone must burn for an error, blame evasion isn't a great tactic. Whipper shows the way. Calm in a gale of finger-pointing and shouting, he said, 
I was as much to blame as anyone for what unfolded. Even though clearly he wasn't. This is a strong scapegoating move. Taking responsibility for the mistakes of others is classy. Your maturity highlights the naked self-interest of the people around you, who have turned into kids in the backseat seven hours into a road trip. So, ironically, it's the best way to pursue your own self-interest. Most of the really successful businesses I know got there because they have a great 2IC. They give the owner the time and mental space to grow the business. They bring a closer connection to staff and clients and take the edge off the crazier ideas. Lord Sugar brings that classic boss need to be right about everything, including areas where he knows mm, not much. He's a 74-year-old man handing down judgment on the value of artwork by and for young people. The frame's not worth two bob as far as I'm concerned, he tells influencer Alex Hayes. Give him a Rothko and he'll say, Blimey, couldn't you afford more paint colours? Lorna Jane Clarkson and Janine Ellis bring a sane balance to the Lord's reckonings and haven't made a wrong call on any of the shenanigans, good or bad, so far. Either of them could run the show easily if it weren't for our need to watch a dominating cartoon character CEO. A while back, I wrote of the simple personnel management grid developed, or so legend has it, by World War I German General Kurt von Hammerstein Eckward. He divided personnel into a 2x2 two two matrix, which I've put on the website. Smart versus stupid and energetic versus lazy. The worst quadrant is stupid and energetic. They come up with dumbass plans and bulldoze smarter people into compliance. They talk over the top of everyone and have unshakable confidence in their own rightness. The result? Catastrophic time and resource wastage. The first half of Celebrity Apprentice has been a glorious show of the stupid and energetic quadrant in action. Because, let's face it, their antics make excellent television. These people are not so great in your own business, which is not a TV show. When you're in the real boss chair, you can't say, You're fired! You must say, I'm issuing you with the first in a series of warnings, at the end of which you may be sent to an empathy training course, which may be online. But you can say, this job candidate is super confident despite being plank thick. Let's not hire this dickhead. Keen to hear your predictions of who'll win. My greatest fear is it'll be Ross Noble. So, by law, he must become Chief Innovation Officer of Sugar Industries and we'll never see him perform again. But if I had to bet, I'd predict a too-close-to-call Whipper versus Sherry Lee final. Find out who survives. But first... Koala Mattress. Hey, guess what? I've got a book out next week. Have I mentioned it before? I feel I might have. Undisruptible. There's uh, signed copies now on sale at Booktopia. Let's get a review. Lacey Philippich, author of Money School, says... Finally, a business book I can wholeheartedly recommend because it's devoid of fads and doesn't play buzzword bingo. Undisruptible contains only the truth and will make you laugh out loud. If you want to know how business really works, how to run your own show without having to wake up at 4am or shout motivational messages at your reflection in the mirror, if you'd like your business to make you money and not break your spirit, Undisruptible is your new Bible. I mean, you can keep your old Bible as well. You can have several Bibles. But anyway, buy a copy or... 
you're fine. See you next week.